Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello, and welcome. You, I, I'm not going to lie, if you've made it this far, you've done incredibly well. I have just realised up there it says match day four. It's not match day four. It is the final that we're going to be talking about now. Um, I'm just going to put on a little bit of light as well, because that will help you see me just a little bit more. There we go. Um, so yes, obviously we're talking about the, the uh, final now. We have the final. We also have the third place playoff as well that we're going to be talking about. Uh, thank you for all those in the chat. There's only about four of you in the chat at the moment. Hopefully it gets a little bit higher up than that. Uh, obviously I know it's tough because either a lot of people have, have stopped with the game so far or uh, they, um, I mean, it's, it, there's not a lot of selections to be made now, made now. Although there are actually more decisions than you think you can make Um <laughs> there there are actually a few more decisions that you can actually make than you probably realise going into the final. There are six transfers to use in the final, which is massive considering that if you picked your players from uh, Argentina, France, Morocco and Croatia, you get all those players no matter what because obviously they play in the third place playoff if they didn't win. So those Moroccans and Croatians that you picked, they're, they're still good. They're not out. So those six transfers are real luxuries and I'd be shocked if anybody's out there having to use all six. Um, there will be, but you know, I would have thought most people w- wouldn't need to. Um, we're going into the last uh, last week now. Obviously, we've got, um, if I bring it up, We've got the two fixtures. So we've got Croatia versus Morocco, uh, the third place playoff, which is on the Saturday, the 17th of December. We're going to talk about that game a little bit as well, because actually I think that's probably got bigger implications than people think. And the fact that it's on before the final, obviously, because you're going to be wanting to play any Croatians and Moroccans you have first and then sub them out if they don't perform ready for the or Argentinians and French players so uh the Argentina France is on the Sunday at three o'clock both games on at three o'clock which is quite nice as well um in terms of how I feel like these games are going to go uh in one word tight I feel like it's they're both going to be really tight games Croatia Morocco I was really keen on Morocco in this third place playoff final I spoke about it with Harry last week and I thought that because of Morocco wanting to be that first African team to finish third in a World Cup I thought they would be really heavily motivated and probably more motivated than Croatia but since Saïs had to go off after about 20 minutes in the last game Aguard is is still you know not fit I don't know whether he's going to be fit for this third place playoff either I just feel like defensively that that resolve has gone a little bit. I still think they'll do well against Croatia, but that has got me teetering a little bit towards it being a tighter game than I thought it was going to be. Croatia probably going to be saying a farewell to Modric, so probably play, you would have thought. In terms of players that I would be targeting, 
Perisic is high up there for me. And then you've also got the likes of Ziyech. You've got players like Bufal. You've got players like Hakimi. All those kind of players that you can bring in. I I think this is this is one of those weird ones where I think a lot of people are going to be going for Argentinians and, and French players. And actually, I don't know whether that's the way to go because that game is going to be so tight and you're going to be having 11 of your players based around Argentina and France. And like we saw it in the last game, Mbappe got two assists um, and then it was the random guy that came on and scored after 20 seconds and... Um, can't remember. Oh, and Theo Hernandez, who everybody owned. Everybody else did nothing. You know, you got McAllister. I've got McAllister. I've got um, uh, who's the other midfielder? I've got from them. DePaul, I think it was. No, not DePaul. I can't remember. Who it was that. But I've got three points. And just looking at it, thinking that's not really where the points are going to be. The Croatia Morocco match. I think that's where the points are going to be. And to back that up. I've even got some data. Now, look at this. I've taken this straight from a scout uh, article that was posted today, I think it was, all about the um, the third-place playoff. And historically, the third-place playoff game has significantly more goals than the final. So, yes, last last time it was a little bit different. Um, uh, there were six goals in the final, 4-2, wasn't it? France versus Croatia. But you look at however many before that, one goal, one goal, two goals, two goals... It's really, really tough to call how this game's going to go. They're both good teams. They're both going to be trying to cancel each other out a little bit. I've got a feeling that the team or the manager that gets the highest score in this week, they're not going to have captained a player from the final. They're going to have got it right in that first game. And I'm looking at it and thinking, I can. yes, Morocco have been good defensively, less Croatia have, but Morocco are looking laggy now at the back because their defenders are just are just dropping like flies and Morocco uh, and Croatia uh, are they going to put out a full strength team against it I'm, I, I'm not I'm not 100% sure I could be wrong there but I'm not 100% sure so I'm really tempted to take out some of my Argentina and France and replace them with Morocco and Croatia I'm really tempted to take out players like McAllister I'm really tempted to take out the other Argentinian defender who I just can't remember for some reason. One sec. Uh, oh, um, Enzo Fernandez. That's who it was. Um, and replace them with some of those high upside Moroccan and uh, Croatian players. So players like Perisic, players like Modric, if we think he's going to play. We will get the lineups. So that will help. Um, players like Ziyech, players like Bufal. I, th- I think they're good shouts, especially in midfield, where those midfielders from those big teams aren't midfielders, they're strikers in the game. So I feel like that could be a really, really good way of trying to differentiate yourself a little bit. Um, by the way, for the people in the chat, thank you very much. Um, Lynn is in the chat, Michael Sveden's in the chat, Bobby Love, Carl Bugler. Um, so I, I really, really like that. Also because they play first and you can captain somebody in that game. You can't captain somebody from France and then... Uh, Argentina, you've got to captain somebody from this third place playoff. So why not go for one of those high upside players? Imagine Ziyech all of a sudden gets a brace of assists or gets a brace of goals. You you won't need to move off him. You know, that tight game that we're all thinking about, just just stay with Ziyech. So I think going into that game, you want four or five assets. Personally, I think you do because the upside of those players is much more than in the Argentina-France game for me. Um in terms of that, like I said, the other thing you want to do, and I'm looking at doing this, is probably one of those six transfers. Is is I've got Lloris and Martinez in goal. I need to change one of those. I need to pick which one I think is going to get 
a clean sheet in the final and I need to change one of them for Lavakovic or the Moroccan keeper um, because I think that is sensible because you're going to be wanting to play one of those keepers, aren't you? Um, now, if we have a look at my team, um, so this is my team without any transfers being made. So I'm on 359 points. I got 71 points, I think, last week, which annoyed me because I, I got Hakimi. I brought Hakimi in for Rabiot when I realised he wasn't playing. And I think I probably should have saved one of my transfers, one of my five transfers, and probably taken Hakimi out for um, one of the French players. But then I wanted Hakimi for this third-place playoff. So I'm not feeling too bad about it. But yeah, 16k overall rank. It's nothing special. Um, but I am thinking that I'm probably going to get rid of McAllister, Fernandez, and Foden and bring in Ziyech, Modric, if, if he's definitely going to be playing, and Buffal. And I think I'm going to go for the high upside. This third place playoff could be, you know, goals galore with Morocco's defence struggling and Croatia kind of third place playoff. Let's just go for it. I think that's what I'm going to do. I think the upside's just there with them compared to McAllister and, and Fernandez. McAllister had one good game, didn't he? Uh, Fernandez had uh, scored that screamer against uh, whoever it was when I was with Mexico, I think it was. Um, but apart from that, they've not done a lot. It's all about Messi, isn't it? And, and Alvarez now. I'm gutted I won't have Alvarez. I just can't I can't make that move from Giroud and Mbappe Messi. I feel like Giroud, I've got him, I've got to keep him. I could go for Alvarez, but I think I'm probably going to keep Giroud. Um, uh, and then I've got to change one of those keepers, Martinez or Lloris. Um, I think I will probably keep Lloris over Martinez. I think I'll probably keep Lloris, play him on the second day, and I think I'd probably, probably bring in Lovakovic just because of his penalty exploits. And if Morocco do get a penalty, imagine him <laughs> saving a pen. So um, I'm probably going to keep, Lev- I'm probably going to get Lovakovic. So I'm going to have what one, I'm going to have the keeper. I'm going to have a defender and I'm going to have four midfielders. So I'm going to have six representatives in that third, fourth place playoff game. Um, I think that is a good tactic personally. If you are somebody that is, well up there and I know shout out to my mate Flapjack who is absolutely screwed. I think he's 28th at the moment which is fantastic um, even, you know in this game you get nothing really if you finish top 10 you only get something if you finish first so you might as well go for it hadn't you and I think I think that's the way of playing it don't just fill your team with Argentinians and, and French players that third fourth place playoff is such a massive game as well so make sure you do it um Bobby Love says, are you happy with how well you've done despite the game changing the rules at the start of the competition? Felt like everyone had to be reactive rather than properly planned. Yeah, it's it's been a weird game to play. And you can tell it's been a weird game to play because the drop-off in engagement was so massive after game week one. Like, Because so many people had figured out those rules were doing the hack and doing the transfers during the match day and... There were so many of the people I play with that are the casual people from home that had no idea about that. And they were, you know, 30, 40 points down after one week, two weeks. After three weeks, some people were 100 points back and they were just couldn't understand it. And then you explain the rules and they completely dropped off. So, um, yeah, I, I think they... <laughs> I'm going to appreciate FPL when it comes back, which I never thought I'd say. Um, yes, uh, if you've got any chips left, Lynn's just uh, mentioned about chips. If you do have any chips left, I think Power Captain is the one most people will have, and that is the one to have, I think. Power Captain makes an awful lot of sense now because in these one-off games, you have no idea who it is that's going to score. Messi and Mbappe have been absolutely unbelievable so far. But again, 
that game could be tight and it could be the third place playoff that's the big game. You will obviously captain somebody in that third place playoff, but if you're going to have you know six representatives like potentially I will, it could be Hakimi that goes off. It could be Hakimi that gets two assists, keep a clean sheet, and then all of a sudden you've got that captaincy lovely stuff you can just keep it on him obviously and it will keep on him because it's power captain uh, and then that type game that could be 1-0 or 0-0 nil, nil, nil and go to penalties um, I, I think that's a good way of playing it so if you do have power captain I think obviously it's a good week to play it because you won't have another chance after this week um, yeah so that's, that's it I, it wasn't going to be a very long one tonight because obviously there's not too much to talk about my biggest takeaways from tonight are basically do not ignore that third fourth place playoff for me that is the place you can make your moves. That's the place where you can do things and that's the place where you can um, try and clear up that, that that space between you and a rival or try and finally climb up the ranks. You never know. I could even get into the top 10K. Um, do we have any other questions in the chat? I mean, I think there's just there's just over 40 of you, which is not too bad considering it's the final one. Uh, I'll just have a look back through and see if there's any questions. Um, Michael Sveden says, who's the best third forward? Is it Alvarez, Giroud or Kramaric? Um for me, if you were looking at it in terms of how much they've done so far and how impressed I've been with them, I've loved Alvarez so far, you know, and and it pains me not to have Alvarez, but that game is going to be tight. So I would favour a Kramerich or an Nasiri over them, which is tough. But if, if, if you're, if you just want to protect your rank, I I would just go for Alvarez or Giroud. I, I do have a little bit of a feeling Giroud could do something in the final. I feel like, it, especially against the Argentinian defence, I feel like he could do something. But Alvarez has been fantastic. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a tough call. Um, yeah, Colm uh, Bugler, I've been banging this drum about the third, fourth place playoff. Uh, save my power captain for just this game. We will know the lineups as well. Exactly. Uh, Steve Seven, I've got Larice and Martinez. Who should I get rid of for Lovakovic? I'm I'm going Larice. I I know that. France have struggled for clean sheets, but obviously they kept one in the important game, which was last time uh, against Morocco. Um, and I, I I fancy them more than Argentina to keep a clean sheet in this game. So I, I'm going to go with Lloris. Um, who else have we got? Any questions? Uh, Lynn says, are you team Mbappe or team Messi, Andy? Come on. Team Messi. All the way. All the way. Um, Arnold says, I totally enjoyed this World Cup fantasy. I enjoyed the dynamics. Um, I really like the power captainship. I, I like some of the chips. I like the power uh, the power captainship. I like the um, bringing in a random player just once. I thought that was quite fun as well. Um, but it's it's just the bugs. It's the bugs and the hacks and things like that. Like when you go onto somebody's team and it says minus five million, you just think it's not right, is it? I do love the consistency of FPL, so I, I will say that. Um, Bobby Love says fan tracks or uh, World Cup fantasy. Oh, fan tracks all the way. Yeah. <laughs> fan tracks is fine it's just the the website is awful um uh calm says what are the benzema rumors is he going is he just going to join the team in celebrations if they win i think so um it, i mean deschamps looked very dismissive when somebody asked him about it and, and rightly so like yes he's still in the 26 man squad but what what coach would bring benzema in for this last one when he hasn't played at all You've got a strong team that's winning most games into the final. You wouldn't bring him in, would you? Even if it was just for 10 minutes. I think 
I don't even think Benzema would want to do that. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't listen to any of that. I think it's, it's your rule away. And even if Benzema gets 10 minutes, he's, he's not fantasy relevant at all. Um, Lynn, what bug annoyed you the most? Oh, obviously, the um, <laughs> the hack, the price hack. That was the one. Although most people went to Broider and he did absolutely nothing this World Cup. So, yeah, it kind of bit them in the end, didn't it? Um, Chatsport uh, says, I take the power captain in FPL. Yeah, I would as well. Um, and last one from Lynn says, is Di Maria fit to play? I'm hearing rumours he could be, uh, but obviously we won't know before we bring him in. And once you brought him in, obviously you could probably change him to another midfielder then, which wouldn't be too bad. He is somebody where if he's fit, because he wasn't fit in the last fixture, he's a good differential. So if you wanted to go for him, then I get it because you could save one of your transfers and bring him in later. Um, I Yeah, it's a good tactic, personally. I think it could be a good tactic as long as you've got that one free transfer left or something like that, then, then I get it. And then you could bring in... It's just tough to know who to bring in after that because... You're going to be using up a lot of funds to get him in because he's 9.5, whereas some of the others are less than that. And you're going to be getting him out for McAllister, Fernandez, DePaul if he starts. And it's a lot of money based on a player that hasn't really done it in the World Cup anyway. Isn't going to be 100% fit. Is he going to start? Yeah. If you fancy the risk, I get it. Um, uh, FPL Salah. Hello, Abdul. How's it going? Uh, it says, what was your favourite thing about the wildcard game? Um, um, um <laughs> uh, that, I, I tell you what, one well, of my favourite, well, no, it's not really, calling that Morocco would beat Spain, I, I quite like that, um, and having 11 players plus a bench after everybody else lost all their Portugal and Brazil players, that was quite nice as well, uh, but apart from that, like I said, the chips. It's just been nice having some different chips. I'll say that. That's been quite fun. Um, and being able to move your captain once. That's quite cool. I'll say that one too. Um, Michael Svedin says, best captain option in Croatia-Morocco um, game. Is it Perisic? I think Perisic is a good shout. I think Perisic is a good shout. I also think Hakimi is a really good shout. Especially if they've got one or two of their central defenders back again. But I doubt Saïs will be back. Um, or Ziyech I, I think Ziyech Perisic and Hakimi are the, are the three best captaincy options personally um, Ashok says last minute strategy for chasing 20 points go all in on the third fourth place game that's honestly that's what I'd say go all in on that Make sure, that's what I'm doing I'm going in get, making sure I have at least six people I'm, I'm going in for it and making sure I do it the other thing you can do is not go for Messi and Mbappe. That's the other thing. Go for somebody else. Go for Theo Fernandes and, and hope that he scores again. Go for Otamendi and hope that he gets that bullet header. Go for Molina, hope he gets the assist. Um, that's the other thing to do is not to go with them. Or it's to not own them at all. Hope that it's a, cl- a really tight, close game and they do nothing and you own somebody like Ennisiri or you know Kramaric and they do something in the third, fourth playoff game. There are ways of doing it because there are these players, Mbappe, Messi... They're just in every team now. So if you want to go for it, and in a game where no nobody's going to remember, you're not going to put this in your profile on Twitter later on, are you? So it, yeah, I, I that is something I would do if I was really chasing. If I was just against one person, that's something I would do. Um, uh, if Di Maria comes back, McAllister is going to be benched, says Willem. Um, yes. I, again, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's such a big risk. Um, 
Never give up FPL. There's no point in defending a rank no one cares about. Go all in. Uh, yes, unless you're in like, I know lots of people that are in paid leagues and they're like 20 points clear. Then I can understand people protecting rank. That, that's what I mean by protecting rank. Everybody's in different um, situations, aren't they? Um, and Carl Bugler says, yeah, um, Argentina didn't play much better without Di Maria. I, I completely agree. Uh, completely agree. Just like Portugal without Ronaldo, they played much better as well. Um, Willem also says, do I do Martinez over Lloris? Now, it's a personal preference. I, for me, I'm going to go Lloris because I think France have a more of a chance of keeping a clean sheet. But also, I feel like Argentina could toil just in front of their defence, which means a few more pot shots. So maybe Lloris gets a few save points there as well, which would be quite nice. Um Although I know Martinez actually got one extra point for a save uh, for three saves last time, um, right? Topped off at just over fifty people, twenty minutes, uh, not bad. I think that's the shortest stream I've ever done. Uh, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you so much for being a part of the um, World Cup content we've done. Um, we tried to keep it going despite the game having its bugs and its hacks and things like that as well. But I hope you've enjoyed it. It has added something to the to the World Cup for me, and I hope it has done for you as well. If you've liked it, obviously, like the stream uh, and mention it on Twitter. I love hearing things on Twitter if you ever um, get a chance to mention it on there as well. Um, Right. Thank you so much. Uh, We will see you again for ScoutCast. It will be back on Monday. So make sure you tune in for ScoutCast for uh, looking at our FPL wildcards. Right. Cheers, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, I will see you again next week. Bye-bye.